0: You are listening to the Half-Full Gaming Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Half-Full Gaming Podcast, the official podcast of HalfFullReviews.com. I'm your host, DJ. And I'm your host, Zeke. And we're here today to talk to you about all things gaming related. Every week we'll be discussing news, reviews, fun topics, and anything related to gaming. Um, Our outline for the show is going to be uh, a news segment where we'll tell you what's going on in the world gaming-wise, maybe what's coming out, those sorts of things. Then we'll jump into a discussion topic every week where we will talk about a, a game review or just a topic that we're interested in or one that maybe you guys are interested in if you write in and request a topic. And then after that, we'll have a mailbag where you guys can write in, and tell us your thoughts about the podcast, maybe things you like, maybe things you don't, uh, maybe suggest topics for the future, and uh, then we'll close it out. That, that's the format. Yeah, this this specific to this episode, though, we're going to try and make it timeless. So it's something you got, like, we can direct people back to to find out about us, the hosts. And uh, so we're not going to get into any like date-specific news, kind of just talk about you know, who we are and things like that it's for the first week. Yes, exactly. So this one will be something that is, has that replayability that anyone who's listening can kind of just come back to. Um, with that, we'll lead off right into the news. Without further ado. News! The news! <laughs> All right. So like, uh, like you said, Zeke, I guess we're going to just tell everybody why we started the podcast and why we're doing it and we kind of told them a little about a little bit about what it's already gonna be about Um, but yeah yeah so this is the uh, a new gaming podcast and we're brothers as the co-hosts I'm Zeke he's DJ we're gonna be in this section we're gonna be talking about like uh, typically like what games came out or what we've been playing things like that. that kind of section Mm -hmm. Yep. So this will be a little bit different every week. Uh, we might get more of a format to it, but for now, um, yeah, we're starting this podcast because we love gaming. We want to talk about gaming, share our passion for gaming, and, I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, 24 years old, and DJ, you I'm are 27. We both live in Florida. We're married. Uh, DJ has two kids. I don't have any kids yet. Yep. Um, I, I, I I suggest you wait as long as possible to have kids. They change your life <laughs> a little bit. We are waiting. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and is there anything else that people would know? I guess I guess you guys will write in and let us know if there's anything specific you want to know, then we can keep ourselves kind of mysterious in the meantime. DJ, mm-hmm. what do you do for a living? What do I do? Um, yeah. I work from home. I founded my own digital marketing company and I also run a review website which we mentioned a couple times, I'm sure already. We'll probably plug it nonstop. Um, but yeah, I do I do video game reviews, a lot of writing, I blog for different people, um, I manage social media, I build websites, that kind of thing. Um, what do you do for a living? I'm an engineer at the company Northrop Grumman. I uh, I also uh, like some hobbies. I'm I'm really into running, and I coach cross country as like a side job kind of thing. I also am starting a website. Uh, easyrunningcoach.com with like free running tips and things like that it's kind of in the beginning phase there's not really much on it right now but it'll be developing so yeah. yeah I'm really excited to see that start developing so I'm keeping an eye on that as you're doing it and uh, reading, all I'm reading all your articles so because you definitely know a lot about running a lot more than I've ever known about running so <clears throat> yeah it's the big hobby of mine big hobby speaking of speaking of hobbies uh, I guess we should we should cover that what kind of things are we into like uh, I know we both like to watch movies, so, and we both... Actually, yeah, I love movies. I, I'm I'm a big big movie fan, probably because we both... So, this funny tidbit, we both actually, our first high school job was at a movie theater. The same movie exactly, theater. Exactly, yeah, so here in town. That's probably why we're so into movies, and I know coming up in the podcast, in the news section specifically, we're going to be talking about the new big movies, like, you know, this week, you know, like last week or whatever was, you know... Black Panther, you know the big movies. Anything we've been watching, even maybe some little movies we've been mm-hmm. watching. I know it's a gaming podcast, but I'm sure we'll be talking on. I'm, uh, good I'm amount sure, about yeah, it will be unavoidable. We'll definitely talk about movies a little bit. Um, well, obviously, we'll be talking about video games, and obviously, we both like video games. Um, do, do you remember the first video game you played? What's the earliest, earliest video game? Oh my gosh, um, I think it was. Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Genesis, yeah, right? Probably. Did, did did we have that in the old house on Tall Pine? Yeah, right? we did. Yep. In our, let's see. I think that's my earliest video game memory. I think, I think I think our father got a Sega Genesis for Christmas one year, and he used to play Pitfall, and we used to play yes! Sonic. Yeah. And and of course, naturally, as the older brother, I would get to play Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I was six at the at the time, and I would play Tails. <laughs> There we go. Those were good times. Those are good times. I, I also <laughs> remember the uh, Lion King game for Sega Genesis. Was that Sega or was that Game Boy? I thought that was. They, game they Boy? had it on both. So, yeah, Lion King was on Sega Genesis, but they also had a different Lion okay. King on Game Boy. Um, I think those were like our first systems, right? Game Boy. Like our yeah, systems. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I Boy. had a red Game Boy Pocket. Do you remember what color yours was? No, you had green. I had red. Oh, okay. I had green. You had red. That's fine. Yeah, probably right. yeah. And then after that, we it's got right. Game Boy Colors. Yes, okay. and then an N sixty four probably. I don't know which order the N sixty four came in with that, and then um, probably like Game Boy advances and the whole Game Boy line right down until it changed over to DS. Computers actually were pretty early on oh, yeah. too. I remember we got because like right when home computers were kind of becoming like more popular. I guess we got home computers and we started playing. That's where we I think we first discovered like the RTS genre, mm-hmm. like building armies and things like that, or like roller coaster tycoon and that yeah kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. city builders strategy real time strategy games. There was some helicopter game we used to play. Sim helicopter, I think. Yes, that was like a that. fun PC game. I actually, I still have the original <laughs> disc here in my office. Oh wow, that's yes. <laughs> and I booted it up um, a few years back. Um, it won't play on my on Windows Ten, I don't believe. But I booted it up a few years back, and uh, it's it's like flying a box in the sky. It's really rickety. A <laughs> box between boxes. My memories is like you know it's, so, it's such an epic game you know what I Everything mean like was. it looks so real going back it's probably like you know super pixely and yeah <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> probably doesn't hold up <laughs> probably not I don't think most of the games back then held up I remember on the N64 playing Kirby uh, there was a, a Kirby game on the... that was I think when we first like that was one of our first like major consoles that we really got into what was on I think like we played a lot of the different types of games on the N64 you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, we played the... That was when we first got introduced to, like, Mario Kart. Racer was um, a big game. Pod Racer Well, that was the one we got with the system that Christmas. Okay. And so we played a lot of that because it was first. And we had a couple other Star Wars games, like your basic Rogue Squadron and Shadows of the Empire and things like that. Oh, soup. Our first first-person shooter, too, was um, the GoldenEye, right? Was yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It was GoldenEye. Um, and then... That was on there. They, they did so a second was... release of that game called Perfect Dark, um, which is, like... Oh, okay they say it's the better version of it i've never played it but i actually own it right now in my cabinet um oh but i've never played it. it's supposed to be like the definitive version of that or whatever i guess um and gosh i i don't know We'd have to look up the dates on n64s to game boys and find out like exactly because i know pokemon was really big when you and i were we were, like, just before the perfect age when that came out. So, I think the, the game, the Game Boy, right, the gray one, came out around the same time as the N64, I would guess. And then I'm I think we got really quick. the handheld, like, the Pocket. We, we came in on the Pocket range, Yeah, right? so Game Boy Pocket released. So, we probably got the N64 first, then moved on to the Pocket and got I think one of our first games was Pokemon. Okay, July uh, 21st, 1996 was the Game Boy Pocket release. And then N64 release date was 1996 as well. So there we go, they were both in the ah, same Ah, see, yeah. so we probably got them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, probably. So we were playing those, all the hip games that were on Game Boy and the N64. That's funny though, because if it was 96, I was three so we didn't get them till late in the generation. yeah that, i didn't think that about that have... we might not have actually came on board for a few years after they came out maybe we got them like secondhand. i don't know you know what i mean like that kind of stuff <laughs> at that time i it was hard to it's hard to we weren't like there wasn't like ga- you know podcasts about gaming and stuff like that you know there was maybe magazines and things but we weren't really we were kind of in our own yeah, The internet world, didn't in like, really even exist, barely, at that time. It was still dial-up. Yeah, not, at least nothing close to what it was today. Yeah, yeah. so the world is just a lot, lot smaller, a lot bigger. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess since we're talking about our favorite games, unless there's anything else news-wise you want to cover? Uh, do we want to finish the timeline? I mean, I guess N64, we, then we got more into like computers yep, yep. a little bit, I think. Th- Once we eventually got two computers, we would play multiplayer stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, uh, we would go uh, over and play real-time strategy games together, or uh, we started playing MMOs we, together eventually. Um, yeah, we diverted from the N64, I think, into like Xbox. more computer-based stuff, and then straight into Xbox. Yeah. yeah, and then with the original Xbox, and then we got the 360, and, then and the Xbox One came. Then we got into like, galaxies and online gaming and all that kind of stuff. Right around xbox in between
1: xbox and then it led into
0: xbox one and beyond you know this is where we are in the modern day now we're a switch we each have a switch we have an xbox we do a lot of we still play computer Mm -hmm. games you know we don't we're not really big into playstation i don't think we've ever owned a playstation yeah i we played a little bit at other people's houses but exactly never big big i always found the controllers to be weird i mean but that's probably just because i didn't wasn't raised on a playstation so anything that you're not raised on feels a little foreign yeah yeah but anyways i guess that's just the way things turned out now i think that now we've covered like a little background we can move on to the discussion topics yes right? all right for today right. so welcome to the discussion this week we're going to be talking about favorite games our favorite games his, mine, yours, favorite games. They may not be the best games ever, but they are near and dear to us, and we'll tell you why. Yeah, so I think we started out by with like a kind of a top three list for the two of us. We each kind of came up with our top three, and then it kind of developed into like an honorable mention section, which we'll get to after. Well, afterwards. Maybe, maybe we'll lead with that. Maybe we'll give some examples uh, from the honorable mentions, and that'll kind of warm us up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the honorable mentions. We don't really have any specific information laid out for them. But then we'll jump in. Our top three, we'll uh, we have like release dates for you and just who developed it and stuff. Um, um, you can go ahead and start off with an honorable mention or two, and then I'll I'll take a couple. Yeah. So a uh, couple of my honorable mentions are on DJ's top list, so I'm not going to mention those ones okay. first. But also, uh, Watch Dogs Two is one of my favorite games. I don't know what it was what it was about that game. I really like Ubisoft, the developer. Mm-hmm. I liked the Assassin's Creed games, but there was something about Watch Dogs, like the setup to it, the story. I really enjoyed the story. It was one of those games I played all the way through single player, and I, I wanted more well, content. Well, it's a lot more- So I had to throw that on my It's a lot list. more modern than Assassin's Creed, even though they're developed by some One is, like, ancient, and this one's, like, more digital. Yeah! It was the gadgets. It was really, like, the spy gadgets kind of thing. Like, you could have, like, copters, you know what I mean? And you could drop bombs on people, and surveillance, and- you know, there was so many different ways to approach each problem, you know what I mean? It really kept my interest because you could run and gun, basically, or you could, you know, set up bombs and go, all, or you could go all stealth or you could set up a big chain reaction, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, which I like. I like games where I can, depending on my mood, I can change my playstyle, mm-hmm. kind of. Also, I, uh, Monster Hunter World just came out and I've never really been into Monster Hunter games before, but... This is one of my. I'm really enjoying it. I think it has the potential to be one of my top games as I keep playing through it. I, I'm in the high rank section. I think if I can get maybe my brother or some other people to join me, I think it's it has the potential to be one of like my top three favorite games because like the combat and playing single is so much fun and I can just I can only imagine how cool it would be to be playing with my friends, which DJ and our other friends really don't have the game right now because various reasons yeah I but, mean I, I picked it up yeah, I, probably put I, about, into that. I probably put about 10 hours in the Monster Hunter World I think it's a good solid game um I think I put like 70. Oh wow <laughs> there you go so we both <laughs> played it maybe maybe one week will soon we'll have a uh, we'll just talk all about that game um and we can talk yeah I'd love and to me talk and maybe if, talk if about we have that. someone else who's familiar with it we could bring someone else on for some of these games um I mean uh DJ, why don't you mention our Star Wars Honorable Mentions? Okay, all right. So, Star Wars Honorable Mentions. Um, I would say, like, the Jedi Knight series would be one of them. With, it started out back in, like, the 90s, and it was Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast, yeah. all those, like, just as a series. Dark Forces came out on N64. No, no, no. Originally. Maybe. It didn't might. It? It, it, did. might have, it did. It did. I, that I'm could have sure been um, Shadows of the Empire. We didn't play it on oh, it. M- Oh, yeah, you're right. It was Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, Never yeah, Never I, think the, I think the Jedi Knight series was strictly on PC until Jedi Knight Jedi Academy actually was released on Xbox.
1: Um, yeah, so they okay, had to cross-play.
0: Yeah. It, was just kind of, it didn't cross-play, but it was playable on both, which is kind of weird. Gotcha. Um, but those series, yeah, like, especially the latter one that you actually played, the one you played the most of probably was Jedi Academy, where you got to pick out your Jedi and you played as Kyle Katarin's Apprentice. Yeah, I think as those games were coming out, they were a little complicated for my age, mm-hmm. um, like especially the earlier ones. So you kind of played the earlier ones a little bit more, and then as I grew up, like eventually when Academy came out, like the one right before Academy, and then Academy, which, um, which were both on we had them on computer anyways, and we I played a lot mm-hmm. of that one, yeah. And then another Star Wars game we both enjoyed. We played a lot of which was an RTS called Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was one of the, our first. Computer yeah, games, and that's basically like a clone of Age of Empires. So if you, but Star Wars, but Star so Wars exactly. So it's better <laughs> just because it's Star Wars. Um, but it's basically identical. You have like little troops and little buildings you build, and some of the troops are ranged, and some are melee, and some are special resources. Exactly resources you gather. Um, I honestly, I own and I've played both recently, in... They're both really good, Age of Empires and Galactic Battlegrounds. It just depends if you're feeling like a space mood or a, a more ancient time mood. So also uh, the original Battlegrounds. I think we are also on honor- honorable mentions. Man, all these battle are just gonna just yes. trip us up here. Um, not the new Xbox One Battlefront that just came out with like you know Disney and EA and all that stuff. The, the before company before that, that on the original Xbox. The the pay win company, that shall not be named. Oh gosh. Darth Disney. (laughs) But yeah, so we're talking about the original Battlefront. And even when Battlefront 2 came out, I still found we were going to Battlefront to play, like, that, um... What was the best level on that game was the... the Endor. Cloud City. Was it Cloud City? Endor. I think it was Endor, because it was, like, space slash ground the whole time. You could, like, fly Mm -hmm. around and stuff like that. Anyways, but... They had some really good, solid levels and just some solid gameplay, I think, in that one. We played that a lot. As we, as did. we did. We um, did. Knights of the Old Republic is another Star Wars one. You're going to hear us mention a lot about Star Wars because we're both pretty big Star Wars fans. Um, but Knights of the Old Republic, the original one, was just really good. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. That was another one of those games. Like It came out and it was one player. and We only had one copy, so... A lot of it was me watching, DJ. I honestly don't think I've ever actually played to the end of that game. But I love it. I've beaten it a couple times through. It actually has a really good storyline. A nice plot twist that felt really Star Wars. You know, you find out something about yourself, like a big reveal. I just, I I think that's what made it a game. But that is a very well-known game. It's actually available today um, on iPad. So if you've never played it. Yeah, I have it on my iPad. There you go. So have you ever booted it up on iPad? How does it work? I have it's it's actually not bad that it, it takes a little bit of getting used to so like you use your finger on the screen so like if you like to to like move around oh, it like weird. you know to I mean. in a 3d it's it's so it's not like they don't have like little joysticks on it it's like you you use your finger to, to navigate and you press where you want to go like you just touch where you want to go and it moves you there so it and then, you you know, you can touch your abilities at the bottom. So, it's kind of like if you were playing with a mouse. Yeah, because yeah, you could click with the mouse, I think. I think on PC version, you can it's... click the ground and it'll walk you there. But on an Xbox, you exactly. have to actually move. It's okay, so. There might be a joystick or something. I don't know. There might be a way to, like, move forward, too. I think if you, if you like, press your finger and move forward, your guy will just, like, run that direction, mm-hmm. I think. And then you can, like, rotate your finger around and he'll, like, turn. So, it's... It was different i don't you know what i mean like when i first picked it up it was very different but i don't know i mean i actually i found it really wasn't that bad and it was actually kind of fun mm-hmm. to play still on ipad okay but. all right i i say we jump right into um our top threes so i think we, we did a few honorable mentions unless there's any more that you think have to Nope that's okay. that's my list okay. yeah all right so we'll jump into our top three i will let you start so what is one of your top three in no specific order? Favorite games, just for whatever reason. It, yeah, caveat. There's no really specific order. These three games kind of feel like three different niches. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the top three types of video games that I like. So the first one I'm going to start off with is going to be the online uh, MMO. So SWOTOR, which short for to me Star Wars The Old Republic. Yes, yeah, Star Wars The Old Republic. So again, off of Couture, kind of a a later-on sequel to that. I really liked the story in that game. It was a, after playing, like, Galaxies, it was one of those, like, I really got into the story. You got to be a Jedi, at the Jedi Academy. And, that like, was it cool. really had that, yeah, that, that, that awesome, the, like, pull to it, you mm-hmm. know? It, like, the first story in that game, the first chapter was really cool. And then I played the Jedi and Knight. They had eight through, all the way through. So if you've never played, it's an MMO, and it was, like, one of the first ones where they had actual, actual individual class stories. So most MMOs like World of Warcraft or EverQuest or uh, just anything modern you can think of, um, they have one story arc. So no matter what class you take, whether it be a mage or uh, a bow and arrow user or a knight or whatever, you just kind of follow the same story. Sometimes there'll be two stories, one for each faction. But this game actually was the first one that had eight unique class stories, a Jedi Knight, a Jedi Counselor, a Trooper, all fully voiced. And they were, yes, that was the other big deal, is Bioware. That was a big BioWare one. F- I hated fully reading. Fully voiced them, so you didn't need any subtitles to play the game. Even the side quest, every single side quest in the game up until uh, the latest, some of the later expansions, it was actually fully voiced as well. Um, and then they started to cop out a bit on some of the raids and some of the later voice acting. They still used, like, alien voices, and then they would just, like, subtitle yeah. things, too, to kind of get around hiring new voice actors, I think, for later on. Yeah, yeah. But that was a good game. Yumi sunk a lot of hours into that game. Um, Especially like the late game, the raids. That was like our my first really big, like, where I got really into the raids. We played raids in gear Galaxy. Gear progression. Yeah, for, and well, and we, yeah, we actually... Gear progression, grinding. Yumi founded a guild in that game. I think it was called the Archaic Order. And uh, it was like yeah, somewhere yeah. between 300 and 500 members at its peak. Um, and there was raids going on every night and all kinds of awesome stuff. Um, so yeah, we definitely got into the gear grind of that, and kind of completed everything possible in the game. Um, it's a good game. It's good. Game. Yeah, and then I think we got distracted. We ended up, we ran out of stuff to do before the expansions came out, and we kind of moved on to other things. But anyways, what's your? Well, what are the games from your list? All right, all right. So one of the games, like you said, in no particular order, um, would be Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft, I don't think needs an introduction. Uh, it is probably one of the most well-known games in the world in the gaming universe Um, it is available on like every single platform it was in the past couple years i guess it was purchased by microsoft so it even blew up even larger you can do whatever you want it's a game where you run around and you can pick up blocks of the world Um, it's a pixel world so you can pick up blocks and destroy them and place them and build houses and have a farm and you can explore dungeons, and, and and it can even be modded, so very heavily modded. And it has a big, big uh, player base that supports it with mods. So you could play Star Wars Minecraft or um, any TV show you like version of Minecraft, basically. Some people even yeah. modded it into uh, an MMO recently. There's actually a fully, MMO was featured in PC Gamer Magazine a month ago and there's a fully-blown MMO built around Minecraft, you just log in and play with other people, and you can pick out a class and stuff. Now, Minecraft, you can really do anything, and I think that's why it's it's one of my favorite games ever. I always come back to it, at least for small play sessions, and I've spent countless hours uh, with friends in it. It's also pretty easy to pick up, too, to like, introduce people to it, you know what I mean? Introducing, like, our wives to gaming. Mm-hmm. We had a night where all four of us got on, and we, you know, showed them Minecraft, which... It, it's cool. It's cool like that. I, I really enjoy Minecraft too. Yeah. Alright. Um, what is a what's the second favorite game for you? Uh again no particular order. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Breath of the Wild. Um, one of the probably my favorite, like only single player game. I'm a big fan of multiplayer games, but I do like to have a game like for myself, mm-hmm. you know, and that was one of the things when the Switch first came out. I got the um the game and I like, I just played so much of that game. One of my favorite things about the game, like I mentioned earlier, I like, uh, like, depending on my mood, you can do something completely different. Like, if I'm in exploring mood, I'll just go explore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had, like, you had a map, and I would, you know, had ideas of, you know, okay, I'm kind of sort of headed towards the next dungeon, and I could just, you know, walk off and see what I wanted. And, you know, oh, look, that looks cool. And there was always something rewarding around every corner. Um, I think the combat was good. I think... Every aspect of the game, like if you like to be the quest person, quests were really good. I'm not as much of, I wasn't as much into the questing. I was more into the exploring. You know, if you're into like gathering materials, you know, or upgrading yourself, or you really want to just go and fight the bad guys at low level, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the progression system was well designed, in my opinion. And I think just all around, it got game of the year from a lot of the big it did. publishers. Yeah, and like that a was like the launch news. title for the Switch. That was yeah. the one. Like you bought a Nintendo it's Switch a- and you bought Zelda at the same time. But, I mean, it it deserved it. It really was an amazing game, and I I played it all the way through, and I, like, made sure I did everything I wanted, and then I went through, and I got the full ending, you know what I mean? The extra ending after finding all the memories. It's one of those games that, like, I could totally see myself going back and sinking, you know, another 50, 100 hours Mm -hmm. into, like, a whole, like, just starting it over and playing it again. I just loved it so much. I really enjoyed it. I think when it came out, I had a lot going on. I played quite a few hours. I'd have to look to see, um... I played a lot of it and did exploring and fixed up quests and I really enjoyed it. I probably, I'll probably honestly pick it up and play it some more here soon. Now that we're talking about it, it makes me want to go back and play it some more. Um, it's cool. Cause it's, it's mobile on the switch. Yes. You know what I mean? So you can play it on planes. You can play it while traveling. You can, Well, that's you know a huge thing. The mobile and that, that's one of my favorite games are going to be talking about that too. The ability to take it places. Yeah. I mean, it's like, so actually that's a good segue. What's your one, the next one of yours. Cause that was mine. Okay. Zelda. Uh, yep. So, what's your, what's the game you're talking, you're referring to, but not mentioning? Oh, the the game I'm referring to is a, the Pokemon series, but specifically for today's purpose, we'll call it Pokemon Red, and that uh, game came out in 1996, and uh, published by Nintendo. Uh, game Freak is the developer on that, and they've since made Pokemon games like every other year for like the past 20 years, and I'm, that's another household name. Everybody knows what Pokemon is; it doesn't really need a, an introduction. But I. I still go back. In the past year, I've beaten Pokemon Red twice, all the way to the end. The Elite Four, getting Mewtwo, all of it, and transferring those Pokemon digitally up to the latest games. And I think what I like about Pokemon as a whole is the portability, which is why I'm segueing here into that, but also the collecting. I love collecting. I'm a huge collector in real life. I collect Star Wars stuff. Um, tons and tons of Star Wars stuff in my office. I have action figures and posters signed by the actors. And anything Star Wars you can think of, I've probably got it. Um, I even dress up and go to events and movies in costume. My wife comes with me, so that, that's awesome when you have someone that does that with you. And Zeke? I wouldn't say I'm quite as crazy as he is, but I have... I can't say I've dressed up. I do have a costume. <laughs> we, we, we got him made when we were younger, and I, I still used it on occasion recently. And we, we still do like to... Dress up and go to like celebration when it's in Orlando and things like that. But I think we just diverted into Star Wars there. Uh, yeah, how do they get, get Pokemon, Pokemon to Star, to Star Wars? Wars? I don't know, but so this is probably going to happen a lot. Star Wars rabbit trails, expect this to happen often. Awesome. <laughs> yes, if you're back to Pokemon, back to Pokemon. <laughs> um, gotta catch them all, want to be the best there ever was. Um, I have a Pokemon statue here, a really nice statue bust here of ash on my desk that uh, Zeke, hmm, who got, Zeke that? got for me for Christmas, so thank you. <laughs> it is one of my favorite pieces um, in my office. I really like it. I, I really, like I said, I really love the collecting of Pokemon. I like that you can train and battle. I really like, I think is one of the main reasons I keep going back to it, is that you can move your characters, your Pokemon, your, your pals up to the next generation. So they like, always come with you. So it's a game, like an MMO in a sense, even though it's not an MMO, that kind of carries on your character and never ends. So a year from now, when a new one comes out, you can move all your old stuff, all the stuff you worked on, all the stuff you collected, into the new game and keep going. And that's just something that really speaks to me personally. Yeah, I actually, I, I started out playing Pokemon 2. Um, well, you know I mean? He got red, I think, and I got blue back in mm-hmm. the day. But my one of my I think one of the things the reason it didn't make my top list is it was hard for me at that age I think to do a lot of the reading. It was a very reading intensive mm-hmm. game, or at least it seemed like it was, especially in the beginning. Yeah, and like and a, I think I was just so young, five and, and my four, was five, six years old at that age. Yeah, there's not that's not yeah. four and five, and six year olds are not it super was, strong readers. <laughs> Exactly, so I, it was hard for me to get into it as much And so I just, I think I kind of missed that boat a little bit But I have gone back and I played the latest one I, Do you remember what it was called? Sun and Moon, Yeah, right? you, you played Sun and Moon, but you also yeah. beat the Oras series, I think Which was Omega Ruby and I Alpha did, Sapphire you're right. I did, you right Yeah, I, I enjoy the games and I, I like to go back I do like the collecting aspect I like, I, I, I like the, you know, getting your pals and building your team mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing yep. But I never really got much into, like, the late game which DJ kind of gets into a little bit. more? I'm not a Yeah, and e-sport, if it's not enjoyable for me. It, Pokemon is actually an eSport. And in Japan, they have a new series. It's called P-Sports, believe it or not. I'm not sure how that name came about. I think they could have called it Poke Sports instead of P-Sports. But we'll just... Yeah, that still eh. sounds... It's Japan. Lot. Japan's a little odd. Um, yeah. <laughs> but okay. it, it's, it's an eSport. It has an eSport scene. They have world championships, national championships and stuff you can go to. And you can battle your teams and play you can also compete in online tournaments every month and battle your teams just online you can trade via the internet nowadays So pokémon's become really modernized but speaking of esports i'm going to segue it back over to zeke for one of his favorite games my last third 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 and final of my top three um is gonna be league of legends so this is a game we've sunk as a group of friends me my brother and a couple of our friends we've actually met people from mm-hmm. online gaming that have followed us over into League of Legends, we kind of have like a little guild or whatever they call it group. But it's it's one of those games that I always find myself going back to. I really really picked up on this specific MOBA. I don't know what it is about League of Legends. It's amazing. It's just, That's what it is. It it's I it think is. it's the best it's, it's MOBA. It's amazing. It's game. like a little more it, toned down than Dota. A, um, but yeah, a little more sportsy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's set up split up the way it's split up into like smaller games, and it's like a it's not a first-person shooter. I like the I, I like that it's more strategy-based. I've never been a there's a, a really lot of big, prediction like, in it. So, like you still have I've never been good. You still yeah, have, the have the fast the twitch motion sometimes, like you would in a shooter, it's just a little different. So your fast twitch instead of like aiming maybe at somebody in a first-person action, it's like aiming where you think a character is gonna move. So it's like a prediction kind of. Kind of thing. Hard yeah, to, hard to explain in, in the moment. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy to it, and like knowing when to do what, and when to move mm-hmm. where, and you know what your champion does, what their champion does, and waiting it's, for cooldowns. I like desc- the mental often side often described of it. as like a big chessboard, you know, and just yeah. five And pieces. I was a big chess fan. Yeah, you were. You were into so chess, in a chess club. chess club as a kid. Yeah. You yeah, me yeah. still play chess occasionally. So um, yeah. So that's why I like. I like the strategy side of, that, of that for, kind of for those who are not familiar with league of legends we should probably tell them a little bit about what what it is i mean because you said you said a little bit you said it's a moba and it's a like a massive online battle arena and and that's yeah. where they have two teams of five players real people and you're placed in a map usually the same map every match and you pick out a champion you want to play who has different abilities different things they can do and then you buy items and you farm little you kill little minion guys that run around the map. Little NPCs that are on both sides. And you work your way towards the enemy base. And the first team to destroy the other team's base on this map wins. Um, and as you kill other players, they respawn. And you get gold or income rewards. And you're able to buy more items at the shop. And you get more powerful. And you just kind of... I mean, it really springs from the old... Um, what was it called? Warcraft games, I think. Where, like, you could click. in the diablo yeah. Not Diablo, but there's another one, too people would probably like scream they're probably yelling at their their radio right now or their headset oh, you, it's this game I, I can't remember what it is but it's a huge game um where you top down fighting demons or something and you know blast them it's a big series i can't even think of it i'm, I'm kind of ashamed i keep wanting to say Diablos, but no it's like um is it I don't know. That's too bad. Anyways, it's, anyways moving on. Uh, it kind of springs from those. The top down, you click to move your character, but then they turned it into a PvP arena, and it kind of took off to where every major company's made a MOBA. So. Yeah. Um, that's it's a so, good game. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good game. Like I said, I, I love the strategy on it. But I think this is your turn for your last game. What's your last game on your so list? We started with Star Wars, and we should probably end with Star Wars. <clears throat> Um, Star Wars Galaxies was an MMO released in 2003. Um, this is back when LucasArts still owned the rights to Star Wars before they got bought up by Disney a long time ago. Um, and Star Wars Galaxies was a lot like EverQuest. Have you ever played EverQuest? It was kind of around that time era. Um, similar style graphics and gameplay. You have an abilities bar like any other MMO. You pick out a class like a bounty hunter or a Jedi. It had a few expansions to the game. Um, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Um, why I like the game because it's Star Wars and it's an MMO and I like both those things and I, I kind of grew up on it. It was kind of sort of my first MMO experience and part of it, I mean, I actually attribute my ability to type um, which has helped me out in life to that game because I that's when I first started typing a lot on a keyboard and it, being it before a lot of voice chat programs really existed, people used to type a lot more in MMOs. Nowadays, we all lean on the voice but people used to type and... I would hop on and use it like a chat, you know, instant messenger. That was early texting lingo. People started texting and they'd be coming up, you know, when before texting became like a phenomena, mm-hmm. a lot of the texting, like, like, you know, BRB, LOL, all that. I, at least we first learned it in galaxies I, and typing back then. I don't know where it originally came from, but online, that online mm-hmm. atmosphere, I think. I think so too. Yeah. The internet kind of spawned a lot of the lingo like and am and, and you know, chat and things, things like, that. like that. And they kind of text text kind of lingo as you said um, hey i mean th- th- that i guess that that's our discussion for the week we're talking about our our top favorite games we gave you some honorable mentions the final segment every week is going to be the mailbag and this is where we're going to read listener emails you guys can write us in you can direct all emails to half full gaming podcast at gmail.com Um, you can send them there and there's a great chance that it's going to be read on air especially until we start receiving too many emails to be read on air Um, but you can write in and you can answer the mailbag question which is going to be uh, what are your top three favorite games or you can just tell us anything about gaming about yourself what you liked about the podcast really anything yeah if you play league of legends or monster hunter and you want to jump on and find our gamer tag send us an email with some of your favorite games too also like we said in the beginning this is kind of a timeless episode so if you're listening to this and we have a bunch of podcasts already released out and you still want to send in an email with your top three games or whatever you want to say go ahead go for it and you know we'll try to you know there's a good chance it'll still be read <laughs> yes exactly so we'd love to hear from you again um it's half full gaming podcast at gmail.com and with that May the force be with you. you. Peace out. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Half Full Gaming Podcast. This show was created and produced by me, DJ Zahner, and my brother, Zeke Zahner. The music was created by Rebecca Zahner. We invite you to check out our websites at halffullreviews.com and ezrunningcoach.com. If you'd like to support the show, please refer us to a friend or leave us a review iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you'd like to support the show more directly, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Reviews, or go to halffullreviews.com, scroll to the bottom, and click the PayPal button. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.